0: You're listening to the NYY Sports Talk podcast, hosted by Christian and Chris. Head to nyysportstalk.com to subscribe to the show and check out the fan shop, so you can swag up on great NYYST apparel. Stay on top of all the latest with the New York Yankees, including breaking news, in-game updates, and incredible fan giveaways.
1: By following on Twitter at nyysportstalk. It's now time to talk Yankees baseball. <laughs> This is episode 77, and yes, I double-checked, it is episode 77. You messed 77. that up last week. Actually, we, everybody messed that up because you two idiots sat here and let me say 75 about six different times without correcting you. It me. showed how depressed we truly were. Well, I said two idiots. There's only one other idiot here with me today, that but let's, let's open this up correctly. Welcome to episode 77 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. This is the second annual NYY Sports Talk New York Yankees awards show. Uh, again, we had to come on with these awards a little bit earlier than we had hoped, but you know, the season's over, so we got to get into off season mode. I am your host, Christian, as always joined by my co-host, Chris, You. and since it's an NFL Sunday, no No show,
0: no show, no show, Rye. What are you going to do? Hey, I can't blame the guy. It's, it's NFL Sunday. I mean, there's
1: a 9 a.m. game because they're playing in, in uh, London today. What is this, London game? It's a London game, of course. I mean, Chargers, Titans in London, that's way more important than the NYYST right. Awards. He's probably
0: drinking right now and pretending like he's sleeping. Or maybe he drank a lot last night and now he's sleeping through the afternoon. I don't know. Before, All I know is he's not here
1: Before we get into the NYYST Awards uh, 10 or 10 categories We had you vote on them on Twitter uh, We'll read your uh, Your winners And then Chris and I Will give our winners of each award It would have been nice if Ryan was here To give his opinions and winners But you know Titans Chargers Way more important Way more uh, But first We have not been on since What the day after They got eliminated Um Yeah So
0: It feels like it's been an extremely
1: long time. It's been about 10 days. It's been about 10 days. So we have not been on since the news that Didi Gregorius needs and has already had uh, Tommy John surgery. How'd Uh, it go? Went well? um, The doctor said that it went as well as could be expected. There were no major hang-ups, no uh, complications. He was at the Knicks game last night, Didi. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I hope he had a fun time. He was uh smiling as usual, sitting in yeah. front row. Did you see the picture?
0: No. I have stayed away from everything online. I just can't handle
1: it right now, still. So So Didi uh Judge was at opening night for the Knicks, uh and then Didi was at uh the game last night at the Garden. Knicks did pretty well opening night, now, And then they lost their next two games. That's good. So typical Knicks. Typical uh, Knicks. Anyway, so we wanted to come on here. I know it's been about a week or so since uh, Cashman and Boone had their year-end press conference. And a lot of people already given their takes on Didi's injury. But we figured, you know, we got to give you our take on it. Um, depending upon who you listen to, Didi could be back as early as June. Could be back as late as July, August or September. I just don't. I'm not confident in their timetables ever again. I just never will look. Be. The Yankees ruined any optimism I have of Didi coming back before June because of how they completely screwed up the judge timetable. And and has anyone truly come out and and said? I mean, what has
0: Cashman said? Is Cashman being very cautious with this or no?
1: No, he's the one that kind of laid out that widespread table there. It really depends on his healing process that he could be back uh, as early as June. He could be back as late as August or September. It really Really? depends on how he comes back, how he heals, how he rehabs. But let's just say this, right? We can't depend
0: on Didi being our shortstop next year. I would say it's unlikely
1: to depend on Didi Gregorius. So if he's not going to be your starting shortstop, who is? That's that's what I wanted to break down here. Aaron Boone said he expects Didi to play quote a chunk of the year with the team. What's a chunk? Right. August September is still a chunk of the year. That's not a big that's chunk. A, it's a very small chunk. But it, you know, it's it's not a big chunk. It's still a chunk. I mean, if he's going to be back in June, you don't make any major decisions based off of that. You, right. You go what you have, what you have on this roster, and you just you plug him in. When he comes back, if he's going to be out to August or September, now you're talking a different story where you might have to make a move and bring somebody in here because now you're missing uh, two thirds of the you know you know about two thirds. Well, of obviously, trying to get to a I'm trying to get to a point yeah, here. Yeah, I know. Of, I know what you're
0: trying to. You get know, to. is this their way to to justify how badly they need Manny Machado? regardless of, of Didi's Dee playing time.
1: All right, let's say hypothetically Didi is going to be back in June. The Yankees know what everybody knows. He's going to be back in June. Your options then are to let Tyler Wade, Ronald Torres handle the position, leave Glaber at second, or you move Glaber to sh- uh, short and you bring, in, you bring back Neil Walker, which I think a lot of us want to do anyway. Let him play second base every day, which for two months, I don't really have an issue with that. Going that I
0: route, I guess.
1: I guess if he's only going to be out two months, you're going to make a major move for but, two months. But you're thinking about
0: making this move anyway, right? i um,
1: You know what? I mean,
0: I, in I, your head right now, what's the percentage that Manny Machado, regardless of Didi Gregorius, in your head, what's the what's the percentage Manny Machado's a Yankee in 2019? Fifty. Okay, now that he is injured. What's the percentage in your head? 55-45. Really? Yeah. You were Then you were bullshitting me the other day. About You what? said there's a 90% chance that you felt Manny Machado was a Yankee. No,
1: I feel 90% that that's what the Yankees would do. It's, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> it's so not, what's the difference? It's how I feel about it. I'm not asking you, though... I'm asking
0: you, as a, as someone who analyzes this team, what are the odds? I don't know. I'm not what, asking you what you would do if you were a general manager. It's that hard
1: for me to say because I don't know what their plans are. Do they want to bring in Harper and Machado? No,
0: I, I I think the whole Bryce Harper thing is ridiculous. Because I, he's just not going to be a Yankee. Can we get over that?
1: But he makes so much more sense for this team. Why? The team needs left-handed power. That's why. Okay. Well, I mean. You don't think if you had if you could bring in a left-handed slugger or a right-handed slugger, regardless of position, you just want to plug somebody in I offensively. Just, I just want look who would you rather. No, just look at it that way. I know, I I get it.
0: But what's another thing that this team is thirsty for right now? A World Series championship. Yeah, and and what's been one of the biggest gripes of this offense for the last how many years? They only hit home runs, right. Ah, and I think Manny Machado is is gonna give you more than that, where you enter Bryce Harper into this lineup. he's doing exactly what everyone else is doing. and maybe 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 the Yankees need to find a little balance where yeah, they do need home run hitters. That is how this team is going to win, especially in the ballpark they play in. But I think they do need some guys that can that can hit with runners in scoring position where they're not always in need of a home run. And I think Bryce Harper just completely does the opposite of that. He just adds to what this offense has done, which I'm not even saying is the worst thing in the world, but maybe to get this team to the next level where they need to be to win an American League pennant, maybe we do need to insert some guys who are just going to get some big base hits.
1: You don't know that Bryce Harper is not going to get you a big base hit. Bryce,
0: but you know what? His profile right now is a guy who's not going to hit high for high average, but a guy who's going to hit a bunch of home runs. That's everyone else on this team pretty much.
1: Yeah, but you know, like I said, this team needs left-handed power. How can you be a Yankee team that doesn't have any left-handed power? That's what my that's where I come in. That's what I I would say, like, if you could get Bryce Harper on his team and make it make sense that you're not playing 10 guys out of position, then he's the guy for me. Because I need need a guy that's going to slug 40 home runs. I just feel like Bryce Harper is
0: completely unrealistic compared to Manny Machado. I I could see Bryce Harper staying in, in Washington. I could see that happening. All
1: right, but... If we're talking about Manny Machado here, you need you, the Yankees need to make a move, a roster move. Really, they do. So, are you trading Miguel Andujar to get Manny Machado on this team? Probably. Are you going to non-tender Didi Gregorius to get Manny Machado on this team? Am I going to what? Are you going to non-tender him and just let him go? No, no. So you got to make a move there. I pers- are you trading? I feel. Are you then this and then this is what you. Are you going to trade Gleyber Torres then like, and let Machado play short no, and then no. tell Didi he's got to be the second baseman? I think I that... Mean, you know, there's a I lot think,
0: of... I think that Didi's going to be out longer than we all think. Longer than the Yankees think. I think you're going to slot Manny Machado at shortstop. You can even hang on to Andujar at this point. Torres stays at second. When Didi comes back, then, you know, you, you move Machado over to third. Didi... At short, you figure out what you're doing with with Andujar, DH, and so on and so forth. And then next you year, unfortunately, I don't think
1: I don't think Dee Dee's around after this year. You really can't DH uh, Andujar. Why? Well, we're are you are you not bringing in another outfielder? No, probably not. Are you going to let Stan play left field every day? Yeah, maybe. And then have Els? <laughs> I guess we're going to count on oh, Els. Jesus Christ, how is he still on this team? Because they own forty-four million dollars. Yeah, but
0: you know that that doesn't matter. It does. That's just matter. not going to matter this year. No, it will. He's not going to be anywhere near this major league baseball that. team. Come on, come on. If
1: they let if they let Brett Gardner go, they don't pick up his option, or they don't come to some sort of contract agreement. You need a fourth outfielder. What's wrong with Jacoby Ellsbury playing that role? Nothing's allowed to be
0: discussed until the season's over, correct? Until the last day of the World Series. Yes, you cannot make trades or any of that. Right. But even, like, contract signings, nothing like that.
1: I guess you you can... I don't know what the rules are. i think I'm sure, you sure you can, can extend lose, your own guys.
0: Mm, I don't know. I think you can discuss. I think it's something you can discuss where you're not talking to another general manager or anything. You can but, do
1: things in-house. You can't discuss right, other players right, that are not already under right. contract.
0: And I guess you could do an extension before the season was over because it's just like them not letting... Gardner talk to anybody during the season they could have they could have extended Gardner during the season correct they wanted to right so then I guess they could do in-house things like like pick up his option I feel like if the Yankees were going to do that we would have heard more about it by now as stupid as that sounds Gardner's the type of guy that you're if you're going to make that decision you're going to make that decision and that's it
1: yeah I also think that you know, they might be looking at a couple other different things of what's out there. McCutcheon, I, I think McCutcheon really hurt hurt his value after the
0: playoffs. I don't know if McCutcheon's going to be back anymore. And I, he was someone I really was confident that he was going to come back.
1: Well, we got we got a whole slew of shows coming up. Uh, our keep them, dump them shows so we can get into that further. That's true. Uh, but, you know, as we were saying about Jacoby Ellsbury, I mean, if he's going to be on this team this year, you got to... I mean, if you can't... You're going to go through another year where you're just going to make up shit about him and say that he's injured all year? Come on, man. What are they going to do with this guy? I'm telling you, if he's healthy, though, why can't he be a fourth outfielder on this team? He's just a waste of space. But you're telling me he can't perform... representatively as a fourth outfielder to come in and play twice a week. Yeah, I guess. Play defense but, late but in a game. But you know game. what that's telling me then? That what?
0: Clint Frazier is hurt and done. He's not coming back. But
1: well, what if you trade Clint Frazier? For who? I don't who's
0: know who's going to take him. You can put him in a package. What kind of package? A fucking concussed package? He's not healthy. The guy can't stay healthy. We don't again, It's a shame because I think he's he's a, a real nice answer for this team. But he's fucking hurt. But
1: Ellsbury's contract is a big. It puts a lot of. You know, it puts a monkey wrench into a lot of the plans. If this was the final year of his deal, I could see the Yankees 100% being like, screw it. We'll just let him go, pay the salary. winds up wherever he he winds up. But for two full seasons, I don't see
0: it happening. So you're confident that Jacoby Ellsbury can add some type of. Positive value, value to this team. If he is
1: healthy, yes. I am I am confident that he can add a positive okay, and, value. And you know I'm what? not asking
0: him to be a starting player on this team. I understand that. But what I'm saying is he's going to add enough value just by taking up a roster spot. From taking it away from someone else, he's going to add that much value that are it's are we, worth it.
1: Who are we talking about? I don't know. You tell me. I, I'm, are we talking about Jacoby Ellsbury versus Brett Gardner? Yeah. Then, yeah, you know, it's probably even in my book. Okay, so at that point, I'd rather see Brett Gardner. But you already have Jacoby Ellsbury under contract. Right, but I don't give a
0: fuck about his contract. But you have to. Why? Because if he's going to be a waste, if I'm paying him to be a waste, what's the difference if I, he's a waste and also taking up a roster spot or a waste and fucking sitting home because eating ice cream.
1: If you're asking me if I have to, if I have Jacoby Ellsbury, who's going to play at about the same level as Brett Gardner, <laughs> why do I have to pay Jacoby Ellsbury $40 million to sit at home and then give Brett Gardner 7 or $8 million to come back when because I just have Jacoby Brett Ellsbury? Gardner,
0: because Brett Gardner is dependable. Who's to say... Jacoby, you're going to depend on Jacoby Ellsbury, and then he's not going to go down for another five months.
1: All right, so if he gets injured again, then you let the insurance money kick in and you DFA him at the end of the season. All right, all right, deal. Let's get into our uh, awards. We didn't even, we barely even talked about Didi. Okay, so I, I just, so what is what's your plan then? If my plan, are is you going to uh, without without a, de- a definitive timetable? Are you just going out there 100 percent saying I'm bringing in Manny Machado yes. no matter what? Yeah, because I just don't,
0: I I think the Yankees have to go into this season and say, Didi's not playing. Because if he does, then he does. And that's great. But if he doesn't, you need to figure that, you need to have that figured out. And I think the only way to do that is by assuming that he's not going to play for most of this year, if at all. And that could be a real serious thing. He might not play all year. You can't tell me that he will. With the way this team timetables everything and, and what they expect and so on and so forth.
1: What about a lesser move? I heard a little bit of a rumor, maybe a Sonny Gray for Joe Panic type deal. I would love that. I really would. And then, you know, you have Panic as a maybe Panic replace Neil Walker as a jack of all trades around the infield. Yeah, I would really like that. And he kills two birds with one stone because then you get rid of Sonny Gray on well, top I of I think it.
0: Panic is a really good player, too, especially to turn Sonny Gray into, into Panic. I'm. I, listen. Usually,
1: Sonny Gray causes panic. Now, he turn, he's going to turn
0: into panic. I'm telling you right now, the second the final out is recorded in the World Series, Sonny Gray will no longer be a New York Yankee.
1: That won't happen that quickly. Come on. It won't happen that quickly. Come on.
0: We're going to fucking fall asleep and wake up, and the trade will be done.
1: The trade, no. That stuff doesn't get... It won't, that won't get done until the winter meetings. I, you know what I
0: call you? I call you what I call my wife. Literal Lucy. Because you are so fucking literal With everything
1: You but look, you think I'm look being serious
0: what, You think I'm fucking being serious You think the second The final that's recorded We're gonna fucking turn on Yes Network And Sonny Gray's gonna be traded Then just say
1: It'll happen very quickly It'll be one of the first things No I'm not kind, I like
0: to be exa- I, I like to exaggerate things And I, and and I don't I like, like to exaggerate to, things And I don't humor people I like to be over the top And
1: I don't humor people I like to that be over the top about that humor, it That humor uh, I, I don't like humor people like to be people. more over the top okay, And exaggerate and, and so If I can get this sentence out correctly I don't humor people that over-exaggerate. Well, you know what? That's why we make a good team here. Because
0: I'm, I am over-exaggerate and you bring me back down to earth.
1: I think it will be one of the first things Brian Cashman tries to accomplish. Not tries, training. will accomplish. You don't come Sonny out Ray. as
0: a general manager and say, Sonny Gray will not be here next year unless
1: you know what's happening. He knows what's happening. It will be on the t- first to-do thing... On his list, <laughs> you know, like when you go to like shop. a honey do list, like when you like, yeah, when you wife, get your honey do you list, his
0: wife has a list waiting for him
1: on the refrigerator. It's like cut the, the grass, go <laughs> grocery shopping, trade Sunny Gray, get Sunny Gray the fuck out of New York. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how Maybe. how much his wife hates Sunny Gray. Probably a lot. Or if he's even married, I don't. Know he's married. The personal side, of Brian. You Kanshan. don't. <laughs> I like that about him.
0: <clears throat> I went to school with this. I went to college with his niece. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. So he has, he has blood relatives? He does have family. Well, that's good to know. So, um, Yeah, so I guess for me, if you're going to get Machado, you're going to get Machado. I don't think really this injury is going to sway the Yankees one way or other. I think that they had their mind made up whether they were going to get him or not anyway before this injury. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm just saying it makes it a little easier. I
0: think the only thing that this injury truly does is kind of make you wonder about the fate of Didi Gregorius and pinstripes. Because I don't know anymore. I you know, I'm not saying that he should be penalized just by being injured, you know, that he's not gonna come back after this year, but really what this is doing is it's opening up a a window of opportunity to see what Machado as our starting shortstop could be like.
1: Here's what the issue is with Didi is that the Yankees have to uh He's this is his last year of arbitration. So this is what I was saying about non tendering him. The Yankees non tender him. He's a free agent and he doesn't even play for the Yankees this season. Or they take him to arbitration, or he's gonna get a big raise over what did he make, seven million dollars last year? He's gonna yeah. be making thirteen probably thirteen million dollars a year, which he deserves.
0: Absolutely. But then if not more than that.
1: You're talking about a guy that you're gonna pay thirteen million dollars to that's not gonna that might not be a factor right. for you this year. And it doesn't make sense. And that doesn't make sense. So has Didi... So then now you're talking about something that you could have never even fathomed three weeks ago as Didi played his last game as a Yankee. I think it, I honestly, it's fucking
0: crazy that this could be coming out of my mouth, but I don't think it's likely, but I think it's
1: definitely a possibility at this point. I really do. That's why this injury is so tricky. Like, if he was a pitcher, you non-tender him. You know he's not going to play the entire year. Right, you move so it doesn't on. matter. But he's not. He's a shortstop. Where and he's they, a valuable shortstop. Where, where, they, where, he could play, where he can only miss, like, 40, 50 games. Bro, seriously.
0: Uh, Are you going to risk
1: losing American, him at that point?
0: American League and National League. Where do you rank? All together, where do you rank Didi as a shortstop? Defense and offense. Where do you rank him? He's got to be top 10. That's insulting to him to call him top 10. I'm just saying, he's got to be, right? In all of baseball. Then you could start diving into, is he top five? He's top
1: f- three or four. He
0: touches free agency, forget it. He's fucking gone in a heartbeat. And you know what? If he goes to arbitration, he deserves at least $13 million a year.
1: His issue is that he's going to turn 30 before the start of 2020. That's so. another factor. He's losing He's losing a f- pretty much a full season in his prime here as a shortstop. And you know, how's he going to come back? So if he wasn't injured, I would say instead of going to arbitration, the Yankees would have probably given him a five-year extension, which he probably would have taken. And here's something too. What's the difference between this injury,
0: this Tommy John surgery from him, and the Tommy John surgery from Glaber Torres? I
1: don't know. What's the difference? There's a big difference. I don't know. Glaber came back, uh, Glaber came back in less than a but year. But why? Why? It wasn't his throwing
0: arm. It was his glove arm. This is DD. We're talking about a shortstop whose throwing arm needs Tommy John surgery. And you're going to tell me he's coming back next year, which means you're going to you you have to be very confident that his arm feels okay, and
1: who's to say that that arm is going to stay healthy? It's a lot different than a pitcher though because how many times in a game does a shortstop actually have to throw the ball? Absolutely, but ha- but when's
0: the last time you've heard of a position player getting Tommy John surgery on his throwing
1: arm? It's uncommon.
0: I mean, I mean my, my buddy in college was a catcher. He had Tommy John surgery on his on his throwing arm, and he came back stronger after it.
1: Well, oh, that's diff- a Catcher, I would be more, a lot more worried about because you got to you throw every pitcher to with every pitcher. But the what game. I'm saying
0: is how, I mean, how do you nurture this now? How do you nurture this? Didi may come back and may feel good by the end of the season, but are you really going to rush him back at that point? If you have a future, if your future is planned around him being your shortstop, you're not gonna f- rush him back. And now I don't know. I just don't know. It's a very, very tricky situation, in my opinion. And I don't, I don't know
1: Didi's Dee fate at this point. Do you? I mean, I, I it's hard. You hope hard. he comes back, right? If the Yankees had more control over him, it's a no-brainer. That you don't even think about it. But like I said, this, this is his last year of arbitration. Can is there a scenario out there where the Yankees are like we're not even going to arbitration with him. We're just gonna we're gonna cut ties right now. Like that that is something that I'm sure Brian Cashman might be thinking about. Thinking about definitely. Will it happen? Probably not. I just
0: don't see that happening. Realistically, I just don't. Do huh. you? No. <laughs>
1: No, it, it based on it the way it can make sense. It can make sense, but based on the way they keep talking about this injury, I don't think that they see him as a non-factor in 2019. That's why I don't. I don't see it as a realistic possibility. Right. right. Because you're not asking. But again, you're not asking for a guy that's going to go from like one million dollars to two million dollars. He's going to be making thirteen or fourteen million dollars off of arbitration this right. year. It's dead money to them. And then you're one and then you're saying like, oh, let's just let's just throw forty million dollars <laughs> down down the toilet. For Machado. No, for Ellsbury. Let's oh my
0: God. Fucking Jesus.
1: Alright, so I don't know. So basically I think what it comes down to is what do the Yankees realistically think about the length of this injury? I guess maybe they can you know, get a better timetable on it when he goes to see the doctor again, because if it's only going to be, um, you know, the two month early side, I don't think you make any drastic moves. But if you are talking August September, I think then you have I just to. Think I, I don't think Manny Machado is a drastic move to them
0: at this point. I think it's a it's a a move that they were going to make regardless. I don't them getting Manny Machado is not in result of Didi being injured. I think them getting Manny Machado is going to factor into Didi's future at this point. Maybe, I, it, I, and the injury playing factor into Didi's fate, not so much them getting Manny Machado.
1: Maybe this is a better question to ask then. If Didi's only going to be out two months versus eight months, does that change your mind about possibly trading Andujar then? Yes.
0: Yes. That's kind of what I was saying before. Because if Didi's going to be out for most of the year... I keep Andujar. I keep him at third, and I slot Machado in as my new starting shortstop. But if Didi's only going to be out a couple months, I'm
1: probably moving Andujar at that point. And Uh, it's not that we don't like Andujar. Are you kidding me? I fucking love Andujar. The Yankees, it all comes down to this. The Yankees need starting pitching. The starting pitching market is not great. Right. Right. So in order to get a great starting pitcher, and I we get these these questions. Well, who do you trade for? That's for Brian Cashman to figure out who's available right. and who wants Andujar for a pitcher. But you have in order to do that, you need to trade one or two guys. Glaber Torres or Miguel Andujar. Who is the Who's going to be the better player long-term in your Torres. So that means then you got to trade Miguel Andujar. It's not even going to be close.
0: Right? And I love Andujar, and he deserves all the credit in the world, and I think he's an extremely valuable talent. But it's not even close for me. I think Labor Torres is, is going to
1: be a much yeah, better... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, though. You're not going to trade Miguel Andujar for somebody's third starter. You're going no. after a top-of-the-rotation guy. Fuck yeah, man. We're talking about the potential and... And deserving rookie of the year at this point, so maybe that's the better question of a quote drastic move. Do you hold on to one of these young yes. guys if that's, you know if you know Didi's going to be out a long term?
0: That's definitely the better question. Very that interesting. He's gonna he's gonna that's gonna be really where the fate the fate is questioned in either Andujar or I, Torres will not be touched, but. It's not going to be, you know, Didi or this or that. It's really, you're right. It's going
1: to come down to Andujar. Is Anduhar going to be the guy to go? Speaking of going, I think we can move off of this and on to uh, the World Series real quick. I think we should preview it just a tad. The World Series is finally set. Dodgers 1-7 and the Red Sox completely Obliterated the uh, Houston Astros, uh, so the World I'll Series eat is some crow on that. The World Series is set. We'll start Tuesday night in Fenway. Uh, Sox versus Dodgers. Who do you got? How many games? Can I eat crow first? Yes, I would actually enjoy
0: that. I'll eat crow on the um, on the ALCS because I said that the Astros were going to expose the Red Sox completely. But I'll say this: I thought. If the Red Sox ever made it this far, that they would be the first team to truly rely on all offense to get them through a pennant and into the World Series. But here's why the Red Sox became the scariest postseason team I've ever seen. They use Pine Tar. <laughs> yeah. They because every single factor has shown up for them. Their bullpen, their starting pitching, their offense. Their fucking defense is phenomenal.
1: They showed up. Not on to mention all they're getting every break in the world too. And that counts for something. When a team is, when a team has one of these destiny runs, they get all the calls. Sure, and like when the '96 Jeffrey Mayer, and not 09, when uh, that Joe Maurer ball was, was uh, fair, but they called it foul. Like we've no, we seen this. I
0: don't remember that. I remember the Teixeira down the line, and Phil Cuzzi called it. Called it fair Oh maybe
1: Maybe and that it was really foul No there was a Joe I think that, There it, could have been a Joe Mauer. There, it might not have been In that ALCS game Then uh, In that ALC, ALDS ALDS then It might have been A different year Because the Yankees How many times Did the Yankees Played Minnesota Oh football? my god So many But you look at things Like uh, Jackie Bradley's Double Or did it turn into A triple Where the ball Just like rolling ac- Across the wall there Yeah or that Altuve, which should have been a home run. I'll
0: be honest with you, man. I haven't watched a fucking pitch. I, I don't have it in me. I'm over it. I watch on my phone. Like, I'll check my the scores. I thought I was going to watch Game 7 last night of the NLCS. I didn't. Um, but... That's what I gotta say about the Red Sox. They have shown up on all cylinders. They're getting their breaks, like you said. The Altuve home run
1: with I the mean, fan if David Price won a clinching game for Christ's sake. I mean, what else do you? How, what else yeah. could go right for them? Right. But he's still a bum. In so I'll opinion. say that,
0: and then I will segue into the World Series. Then and say that I'm going to go out on a limb and actually
1: predict that the Red Sox are going to sweep. It wouldn't even fucking be close. It would not surprise me in the slightest. Uh, I think the Red Sox win in five. I don't think it goes back to Boston. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, you just said they, they're they going to sweep. I think they're going to win in five. I mean, they just I went... I can see it in five. They just went seven and two against in the, in the postseason against the two best teams besides themselves yeah. in Major League Baseball. I mean, I tweeted and, it. And you... And now the Dodgers are going to step up and beat them? I can't I tw- see it. I,
0: I tweeted it. They steamrolled through the fucking Yankees and Astros. How much more credibility do you need at that point?
1: They didn't need to prove anything to me. They won 108 games in the regular
0: season. See, they did have to prove something to me in the postseason. Because if the Red Sox... It, the Red Sox on paper going into that first series, they were all offense. They were an offensive powerhouse that got by with a weak bullpen... And questionable starting pitching, but their offense was that good, and I didn't think they could ride on that. And guess what? They didn't. They didn't. They all showed up. Their their bullpen. They're starting everything. They showed up. They came to play. Alex Cora has gotten the best out of his team, and I hate his fucking guts. I think he's a classless scumbag. But good for him, and congratulations to the Red Sox because they deserve it. Oh, they do. No, they do. Right. Look, right. well, what's 108 wins if you can't dominate in the postseason? It's nothing.
1: But you guys were like, oh, they're tra- they're really
0: trash, basically. But, Christian, I never said that. To. I I was talking about their weaknesses and that their weaknesses would be ex- exploited in the postseason. They didn't allow that to happen.
1: I'm not surprised they're in the World Series. I think you are.
0: I'm very shocked. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I'm not surprised they're in the World but Series. But, Christian, if their bullpen stayed the way it was all year if their starting pitching stayed the way it was for most of the season, are they this far right now? I, I don't think so. I really don't. I think they showed up at the right time, and they're just that good of a team. And I think a lot of it has to do with Alex Cora. I think he knows how to get the the most out of this team. I think the Red Sox hired the perfect guy for this organization.
1: Look, their starting pitching isn't as bad as you are trying to make it out to be. We all know how good Chris Sale is. Right now they're not. No. They're phenomenal. It was his the thing that turned that Yankee series is that he was he was Chris Sale pretty much in game 1. If he was going to if he wasn't going to be that would have been a whole different series possibly, yeah. but he was. And of all I mean, geez, we all know the type of stuff this guy has, and now maybe he might finally be healthy putting it all together. Porcello is a former Cy Young Award winner, so it's not like he's some slouch out there. Their big question mark is David Price, and you know what? When you're going to get
0: wins out of David Price in the postseason, you're going to you're gonna advance.
1: And honestly, that, that win in game five for him means absolutely nothing to me. Which is bullshit to me. Well, but... you know what? I told you this before we came on the air. Did it? There was absolutely no pressure on him to win that game. None. So of course he went out there and he pitched a great game. Just like uh in game four of that sweep in, in Fenway. The Sox already opened up a seven game lead against the Yankees. So there was no pressure against him to go out there and pitch a good game. That's why he did it. If that was if we were talking Sox down uh three games to two trying to force the game seven, David Price on the mound, he would have been out in the second inning. You would have got his, okay. got his so ass handed So if you want to him. say
0: that that game does nothing for you to say that David Price can be relied upon in a big spot, I
1: agree with that 100 Let me see him pitch a big game yes, when, the, yes. when they absolutely need him I to pitch a big game. I agree
0: with that sense, absolutely. If he
1: went out there, look, worst case scenario for David Price in game five, he gets his ass handed to him. The Sox still have two chances at home to win no, to no, go no. to the World okay. Series. Okay,
0: I agree with that. Aspect where that game means nothing, proving anything to me. I think David Price is still a fucking big game pitching bum. But I meant that it should still mean something to you. He still, they still clinched with him on the mound. That's still a win. He deserves some credit for for. He
1: deserves credit for, for pitching. ending it for for no, just yeah. not
0: allowing the Astros. To, to win
1: a game, he deserves credit for showing up when he really. But, but as in a, a manager a, or in a, a fan, less stressful situation. As a
0: manager or a fan, would you feel like you can rely on him just because of that game? Absolutely not. That game means nothing. If
1: the Sox drop game one and he's out there on the mound in game two, you have any confidence in him he's going to throw a big game? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He could have put it. I mean, look, <coughs> hindsight, you know, he put the Sox in a big disadvantage down. Uh, Going to New York tie. Now, obviously, it didn't matter because you didn't. You really didn't expect the Yankees to not really show up in Game Three. But right. there's a lot of pressure on him to take that yeah. series two-two, absolutely two nothing. And what happened? He was out. He got knocked out. He's a fucking bum. So no, that game. Yeah, you want to give him credit that he won. Sure, I give him credit that he won. But it doesn't change my opinion. No, I, I agree with hit. that one hundred percent. Doesn't change my opinion one
0: hundred percent.
1: Now socks down 0-1, he goes out there and throws seven scoreless in the World Series. I might I might change my opinion of him a little. Correct. But I still say socks and five, and I hate to say it, but and I, I say socks and four. Them you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're a Yankee fan, you can't root for the Boston Red Sox. I'm not rooting for them but I want them to win because I really think it's the best thing for the Yankees for them to win. For two reasons. One, it might light a fire under their ass to be like, listen, we, we can't play in this division anymore. We're Boston's a top dog. We need to be the top dog. And then another reason why is you, you saw with Houston this year. They just, you know, after you win a World Series, you're just not the same team. That hunger is just not there anymore. And I'll say this, too, as a fan... If the
0: Yankees, if the Red Sox win the World Series this year, this is back to back years where the Yan- where the Yankees have not only been eliminated by the team to win the pennant, but the team to win everything. And I think as a fan that says a lot, I mean, you got beat by the best. So you can't fault this team. If the if the Yankees got beat by the Red Sox and then the Astros made them look like a bunch of idiots, that loss in the ALDS would feel a lot worse. But you know what? The Red Sox are that good. I'm sorry. I I hate to admit that I was wrong, that Stack Guy Rye was wrong, but they're that good, and they're going to win everything.
1: I never liked it as a Yankee fan, as a Giant fan, losing a playoff series game, and then in the next round, that team that you lost to just got their asses. Right, it makes you look
0: like a bunch of fucking momos.
1: So, yeah, like I would rather the team that not... Like if we lost the wild card game, and then Boston swept Oakland... And then beat them by 10 runs every game. That just makes losing the wild card game that much worse. I agree. So we're both in agreement. This game is not going back to... This series is not going back to Boston. Oh, no. All right. All right. So, what you're all here for, it's the second annual New York... uh, No, what are we? NYY Sports Talk. (laughs) The New York... I was... Putting the cart before the horse. This is the second annual NYY Sports Talk New York Yankee Awards. We did them last year. Uh, They went over pretty well. Thought we'd bring them back this year. We had 10 categories for you to vote on Uh, eight, which were, I guess, positive ones, and then two not so positive ones. But we would have liked to have done this with Stack guy Rye, but he's too busy. Uh, you know this is actually a pretty good game here. Uh, Tennessee's an extra point away from tying it with 30 seconds left. Ooh. So maybe this is uh maybe he was right to stay home. I agree. I don't know if that's a touchdown it doesn't we're look recording
0: like on Sunday by the way. you guys listen to this on Monday. I think you get
1: that by now. All right, first award here, the New York Yankees MVP. Your choices were Aaron Judge, Didi Gregorius, Miguel Andujar. hate these choices, by the way. Hate them. Oh, Read really? Them. Yeah. Read them again. Didi Gregorius. Okay, I like that. Miguel Andujar. Yes. Aaron Judge. Shouldn't have been on
0: there. Why not? Because he missed most of the season, okay. in my opinion. So,
1: who should have been on there instead?
0: I would have put on either Stanton. Okay. Okay. Um... Tell you what, maybe even would have thrown on Betances onto there. No, nah, I don't like putting pitchers in as MVP. Really? No. So maybe you just should have put offensive.
1: Only. I had two awards for pitchers, so I didn't want to. Uh... All right, that's fair then. Um, wouldn't have put Judge. I pro- I didn't want. I didn't really like putting Judge on there, but you didn't you...
0: put Stanton because you knew Stanton wouldn't win it,
1: and I didn't think Stanton would was kind of worthy of being the MVP of the team. Are we including postseason performance? No, just strictly uh, regular season. Then I disagree with you. I think
0: Stanton really carried this team when they needed it. He carried his team in sections. Yeah. To say
1: that he was the most valuable player to the team. He was the highest run producer, wasn't he? Yes, but when you use the word valuable, it's just the way the team performs around a certain guy. So given the actual choices, how do you want to do Do you want to read the fans and then us... Or do you want to do us and then read the fans? Let's do the fans first. All right. Aaron Judge won the award 48 That's with crazy. 48% of the vote. That's just a popularity vote. Uh, Miguel Andujar finished uh, second with 44% of the vote. And Didi finished third with 8% of the vote. My vote would be easily Miguel Andujar. Uh, I would have to probably agree with that. I think he was their best, most consistent player all season he long. lost he lost the clutch factor at the end of the year a little bit but for
0: most of this season who would you rather up in a big spot for this team out of
1: those three guys right right come on uh, if you're talking clutch factor i'm talking clutch factor right now uh, it's Didi. really yeah come on i think Didi's their most this player. season
0: though this season who proved time and time again he was going to come through in a big spot
1: yeah, no, I'm probably, I'm agreeing with you that I'm going to give the, I'm going to say the Yankees MVP this season was Miguel Andujar. All right, next. I like right. this. The, uh, their top starting pitcher, your <laughs> choices are Luis Severino, Masahiro Tanaka, or J.A. Happ? Um, I voted, I actually
0: personally voted on these as well. Um, you have to give it to Luis Severino.
1: I am giving the award also to Luis Severino. I think that you cannot ignore his first half of the season where he was, dom- he was, he he was, was bad, dominating. folks. He got bad, dominating. He was bad, but how good was he when he was good? He he was top pitcher in the league. Uh, I don't think you can give it to Hap based on the fact that he was only here for you know ten starts. Maybe he was like the clutch starting pitcher for them this year, uh, and then Tanaka. I guess most consistent, I guess you could give it to him. Uh, but I would still vote for Luis Severino as their best starting pitcher. I think 19 wins, sub, you know, what did he pitch to a 3-4 ERA. I still think that's something that counts for something. And you did see him towards the end of the year start to turn it around a little bit. So I still agree that it's Luis Severino. Who won it? Who Masahiro Tanaka came away oh, right. with 44% of the vote to win Sevy was second with 41% and then Hap uh, gathered himself um, 15% hmm. uh, we actually have some fan comments I forgot to read them on the MVP but we'll start with this one uh, this is from always erin 08 uh, she said you can't ignore what Seve did in the first half he's still nasty powerful and with the right tweaks he's the Cy Young award player I agree I agree. All right, here we go with our second pitcher award. This is the uh, top relief pitcher. Your choices are Aroldis Chapman, Dylan Betances, or David Robertson.
0: It's not even close. It's not even close. I know the fans voted what Dylan.
1: Dylan Betances like overwhelming. Dylan Betances ran away with this one with seventy percent of the. Funny votes. that
0: before the season even started, we were discussing if the Yankees should get rid of him.
1: And uh, we said no. Chappers finished second with 17%, and David Robertson finished uh, third with 13%. Robertson sucked, in my opinion, this year. Yeah, but he, honestly, I mean, who else were you going to put in that third spot? Green? Over Robertson? I mean, we had a lot of uh, people that were up. They're going for two? Wow, that was kind of silly. Are you kidding me? Sorry.
0: That's just dumb. Um... I don't know. I D rob proved that he was still D-Rob in the postseason, but I don't know. Uh, I guess you got to put D-Rob there.
1: Certainly not keenly So, who's your award winner? Batanzas not even close. Oh, yeah, for sure it's Batances. Again, always Aaron08 says that... Uh, problem with Chapman is Batances is that they are great but when they are bad they are so bad for me it was D Rob he was more trustworthy and consistent and can always get you out of a jam Wow, well, I don't know I think I think Batances was on that other level again this year where you could are you could They're, argue so they, so wait a second now they not they got a reprieve with the holding call against the Chargers and they still decided to go for the win and not to tie here and now they they didn't get the two point conversion. This is why Stack Guy Rye stayed home to watch this. This, this is was a great game. This is very Stack Guy Rye is um what's the word
0: I'm looking for? He's um what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to say. He's forgive for he's
1: forgiven him. You're forgiving him for not coming here. He's
0: forgiven, but absolved. He's absolved of his
1: absence of his
0: absence because of how good this game was. What a fucking! I don't even want to turn it off. I didn't want to look at this idiot. Wow. It's pretty... I mean, really... Sorry, I hope you guys are watching. <laughs> hope you guys were
1: watching this game. would have made a little more sense. All right, so uh, now we're on to the Heart of the Yankees Award. And this was a very controversial poll because of somebody that I left off of the uh, poll. And I did it purposely because I didn't want him on here for a specific reason. But the three choices were Didi Gregorius, CeCe Sabathia, and Luke Voigt. For me, it would have been CC. Now, when I meant heart of the Yankees, and I had to clarify this in a tweet, and I'll repeat it here. Uh, obviously, you know, the controversy is where was Aaron Judge? Obviously, Judge is the leader of this ball club. This award for me was more of that fiery on-field swagger type of guy. Right. Where Judge has more of that, like, understated confidence like right. Derek Jeter had. Would you agree with that? Yes. I, and my
0: vote is CC. I think CC out of out of anyone shows the most fire on the
1: field like that. I didn't vote in any of these, but I would go with Didi Gregorius. As much as, you know, this was a different team when uh Aaron Judge was out, you just felt something different it was like there was just something missing about Didi when Didi wasn't there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I felt like when he was gone, he was he was truly gone. Like you really felt it. And I never felt like it came back when he did come back. I think Didi going down was a big, a big thing with this season, where they kind of like plateaued.
1: I think, plus how much you love uh, Didi, and you know how the fans get wrapped up in the post game emoji tweets, and uh, you know his uh, even when he was out, he had the emoji. Bucket lid, you know yeah, that type. Yeah, yeah but no, I, I would I would say that probably DD second. I mean uh, CC second. <laughs> the, the voting overwhelmingly was for DD sixty five percent, void nine percent, and then CD, CC twenty six percent. This is what I, another thing, real quick, I wanted to touch on because I'll completely forget about it when we actually get to the keep them dump them. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the new R two C two pod. No, I. Suggest that you skip to about the twenty-one minutes. The 20, when there's about twenty-one minutes left, when CC opens up about uh, hitting Jesus Sucre in Tampa Bay, when he gave up the bonus, correct? Yes, he admitted that he absolutely one hundred percent knew that Which he was, said he did that he was getting the bonus, and he absolutely one hundred percent did not care about the bonus. He had to go out there and protect his teammate. Boom, love it, and we can discuss this a little bit further when we actually get to CC and to keep him, dump But after hearing that, I don't want to say emotion got the best of me, but I kind of changed my opinion on whether he should come back in 2019. If this guy wants to pitch again,
0: I don't I think know, that's a lot of emotion taking over, but I'll listen. I will listen and I will let you
1: know how I feel. I don't know how, if this guy wants to pitch again, if you're the Yankees that, you know, you need some veteran presence, veteran yeah, leadership. Yeah. Seeing how he loves his teammates and how he loves his team, and how you don't try to maybe even as a do here's here's a compromise right here. Tell me if you agree with it or not. You give him the Andy Pettit contract. Remember Andy? Uh, towards the last couple of years of his deal, didn't go to spring training. Showed up in May, June, pitched the rest yeah. of the year. Yeah. Why not let CC do that? Uh, you don't think he'd be agreeable to that? Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I don't mind that. Uh, We got a fan tweet here on the uh, Heart of the Yankees Award. This is from Dominic079. says, Torn between Didi and CeCe, but I voted for Didi because of the energy he always brings to the ballpark, which I believe the Yankees feed off. Mm. You don't agree with that? I do. All right. uh, Next award here, the best in-season trade acquisition. Not even close. Luke Voigt, Hap, or Andrew McCutcheon? Not even close for me.
0: Who is it? Luke Voigt, man. Over, over Jay Hap. Yeah, crazy enough. Yeah. Because I guess I'm letting the postseason kind of influence me here. Where Voight did not have a good division series. No, but you know what? Hap didn't get me a win. Hap did nothing for me. You can't, this is what I, I want you to keep these strictly regular seasons. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, Hap might have helped me get there, I guess. But Hap, for me, was brought here. To help me advance in the postseason. And he didn't do his job. He was brought here specifically to shut down the Red Sox in the postseason. And he did the opposite. But,
1: here's I go with Luke Voigt. Because, I mean, just what he did to erase such a question mark. And be such a force in that lineup. I think... And plus, you got him for Chase and Shreve. I mean, come on. Look at it that way. Yeah, really. To be Cashman's best... Acquisition of the year because you still gave up two valuable players in McKinney and Drew right. to get Hap. Right. But do you get to the post? Are you still in the postseason without Jay Hap where you have to throw out guys like Domingo Herman and Luis Cessa and I'm going to say yes. in, that, in those gonna say spots? Yes. I'm going to say yes. Those guys were so dreadful. That's I understand. Absolutely dreadful. But I'm going to
0: still say yes. And I'm not trying to take away from what Hap did for this team. Um, I'm still just going to say yes. I, I don't think the Yankees needed him just to get to the postseason. I think they needed Jay Hap to take them through the postseason. And if Jay Hap pitches a good game that night, we're probably still playing right now. We probably are. But he didn't, unfortunately. Again, I'm telling you not to factor in the postseason. I maybe. understand, but that's why he was brought here. That's what I'm saying. But he
1: did his job in the regular season. Yes,
0: but my point is they didn't necessarily need him. Oh, for they that needed job. him. They absolutely did. I disagree. Did. I disagree. Chris,
1: did you see who they were trying out at the back bro, end of the rotation? Bro, they still would have made
0: the postseason.
1: It got hairy there for a while, and imagine they got if a they would have lost those games. They got would a we, little hairy. Yeah, imagine if they would have lost those games half one because they were throwing Cesar every fifth day. Come on, bro. No, come on. You can't say it's average.
0: would have won at least half of those games. Oof. I don't know. I'm telling it. you right now. It's not out of the realm of
1: possibility. Come on, give me the next one because my boy wins again, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> again, always r08. She likes very, very big commenter on these. Voigt, because he's still. This is on the uh, best trailer. She like look.
0: rapid fired. She did. That's why they're coming she went right the through. Uh,
1: Voigt, because he's still such a young player with control and potential, and you hardly got him for anything. Right. I agree with that. I agree with that. That's pretty much what we said. Uh, biggest player surprise next award, but on the positive side. Voight. Luke Voight, Jonathan Holder, or Miguel Andujar? Here's my thing. Here's what
0: I thought. If Holder held on to what he was doing all year, he might be more
1: in the discussion for this. Andujar... Oh, I never read the results. It was Voight 57%, Hap 40%, McCutcheon 3% for best trade acquisition. My my
0: reason for going with Voight is... I didn't expect anything from him. I expected a lot out of Miguel Andujar. What we got out of Miguel Andujar might have exceeded expectations, but the expectations were still pretty close, right? We knew he was an offensive powerhouse. We knew he was going to be good offensively, and we knew he was going to struggle defensively. He pretty much, what we have on paper for him is what we got Plus a little more. Not to a point where I'm going to say that surprised me more than... It did
1: surprise me that he hit nearly 300 with about 70 extra base hits. But when
0: you compare that to to what Voight did and how surprised you were with that, it's not even close. You didn't expect any of that from Voight. You expected some of this from from Miguel Andujar. Yes, you
1: did. You expected Miguel Andujar to be a competent major league hitter. You did. You didn't sit here and expect judge to
0: be going up to Luke Voigt and saying, hey, you were the heart of this team moving forward. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here.
1: I think Jonathan Holder is a clear second place winner because, Mm. yes, dude, he killed me towards the end of the year. He struggled against Boston, but he was really good about against everybody else. And that the fact that Aaron Boone turned him into somebody that you can trust at any point is a major surprise. You can't say that it's not. Oh, it is. You're surprised that he was a reliable reliever for eighty percent of the year. I'm, I am surprised by that.
0: But so that's a, it's not just about eighty percent to me. Miguel Andujar wasn't just good for eighty percent of the time.
1: But we're talking about biggest surprise that does that's not a big surprise that Jonathan Holder was a key piece of his bullpen and was actually good for a majority of the year. I think it just I think it speaks to how bad
0: this bullpen was for what we expected. But, yeah, no, Jonathan Holder was great. I'm just um, not putting him second. I am. I over, would put Miguel Andujar no. second. over uh, him. But
1: obvious, the obvious winner is Luke Voigt. Um, obvious winner. I like this next poll. Uh, Luke Voigt obviously won with the fans 56%. Andrew Hart 38%. Holder uh, 6%. Again, we go back to a guy that was traded for J- Jason Shreve. Look, lost in his first stint here with the Yankees. You came on here and said that you'd rather... Kill yourself I'd rather watch. have a cardboard box Didn't you
0: Playing first base At one yeah, point Whatever in the
1: hell it is That you said <laughs> Over Luke Voigt. I
0: tweeted I hope he never steps foot On a Major League Baseball yeah, field again, again another thing You had to eat crow over Yeah
1: And I'm glad I, I'm yeah. glad to eat crow Over those things Now here it is Next award here Biggest player surprise On the negative side You got Sonny Gray Gary Sanchez And Gregory Bird <laughs> Okay My vote Hands down is greg bird easy greg bird that's my vote too
0: greg bird didn't win
1: because i think this was an emotional vote right for the fans here's
0: my thing gary sanchez has proven himself we know what kind of player gary sanchez is and even the greatest players in baseball have down ears and that shouldn't be like a big surprise in a negative way for you it should just be chalked up to the fact that Gary Sanchez needs to be better. He needs to be more focused, and he had a down year. Maybe it'll humble him a little bit and wake him up. But to tell
1: me And that, I think maybe it did, because if you saw him in the oh, postseason... Oh, yeah, he was a
0: different player.
1: He had fire in his eyes. Guess and guess how many career postseason pass balls Gary Sanchez has? Zero. Zero. Maybe his problem is just that he doesn't focus in games that aren't as important. He has regular season ADD. He might. He might.
0: And then he takes his riddle in in the postseason. But to sit here and say the most surprising wasn't that our future first baseman
1: ended up being an effing bum. Come on. No, for me, it's easily Greg Bird because I think the Yankees and their fans expected a lot out of Greg Bird this year. Greg Bird should have made Luke Voigt's acquisition mean not even be on Brian Cashman's mind. Yeah, that he would have needed to take a flyer on Luke Voigt.
0: Come Jesus. on. Jesus.
1: And it's, here's here's why I don't vote for Gary Sanchez. You look at his run production and the fact that he was he was injured for so much of his year, and he still produced. Right. At a level that you would not expect out of a guy that missed half the season. Yeah, the 180 batting average needs to be better. Yeah, the pass balls need to be better. But come on, the guy still hit 18 home runs and he played, what, 75 games this year? Yep. And Sonny Gray is Sonny Gray. I think we all kind of expected that. I didn't. I mean, Jesus, I came on here and said that. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I mean, I got to eat on that one about how utterly wrong I was about how he would pitch, pitch this right. year. You weren't the only one. I mean, it wasn't just
0: us sitting here saying it either. It was it was people on the radio saying it. It was analysts on the television saying it. Everyone expected big things out of him. It wasn't just you.
1: But I think in the back of our minds, that are we really surprised that Sonny Gray... Sucked an egg this year? No. Fuck him. But no, it's It's easily Greg Bird. Segwaying because
0: beautifully into the next one.
1: Because just to finish this thought, didn't we all think Greg Bird was going to be our number three hitter? To yeah, hit man. 280, yes. slug 30 home runs. Yes. Run? It's okay. Big time. I had big... The guy ex- wasn't even on the postseason roster. I had
0: big expectations for him.
1: And here is the uh, easy segue here, right? The Please Don't Come Back in 2019 award. Sonny Gray, Greg Bird, and A.J. Cole. Sonny Gray got my vote easily. Yeah. yeah easily. He's, it, yeah, it's Sonny Gray. Uh, I think that ship has sailed. I don't want to see Sonny Gray in pinstripes anymore because I think now we have enough of a book on him to know right. that he, can, he can't pitch in the Bronx. He can't do it. You look at his home road splits... It's amazing how he could be so bad at Yankee Stadium, but so good on the road. Right. So it's the Bronx, and you can't be a guy that it's sucks. It's the Bronx,
0: bitch. Y- you can't be a guy that sucks at Yankee Stadium. No, you can't the- suck here. You can't suck here. You can suck on the road more than you can suck at home. Right?
1: You, you can't do it. You, you can't, can't suck here. You can't suck at, at this Yankees. It's the Bronx,
0: bro. You can't suck in the Bronx. Sonny sucks in the Bronx. Sonny sucks. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, you can't you can't be a starting pitcher and pitch to a seventy array at home. No. You're a fucking bum. Who was the other guy who was that bad? Who? Was it Pavano? No, it was Javi Vasquez. I, I don't I don't KD know. KD Sharp had a had a had a um had a stat that he had the highest home ERA since blah blah blah. Since fucking Javi Vasquez, I think. Maybe who cares about Javy Vasquez is. Care. I care. That's how much I hated him. Uh so Sonny won that by 63%, Greg Bird 16, AJ Cole 21. Next.
1: Helping you out here. No, thank you. Uh AJ just a quick on AJ Cole. I think AJ Cole is what AJ Cole but is. Yeah,
0: but come on. Is it is it that bad if he if he comes back next year? Like do I want him back? No, but compared to Sonny Gray, What's going to be more more of an impact of this team, AJ Cole sitting in the bullpen and being a mop up guy, or fucking Sunny Gray having an even a a slight opportunity to be inserted into this rotation? El at Gringo some
1: point? wants to know why there was no above uh, all of the above. That was the voter comment. I agree with him. Uh, the Please Come Back in 2019 Award. See, this was I had a tough time finding a third. Uh, I thought this was good. I thought a this was good. A third option for it because... I thought they were all good options. I thought a little bit out of the box for the third option. The first two were uh, Brett Gardner and CC Sabathia, and then I threw in Clint <laughs> Frazier there. I like that third option because those are the two guys
0: that you don't know about, and then the third option is like we kind of
1: need him, right? Not only that, the first Clint two... Frazier. Did you? The first two I didn't actually vote in any of these.
0: Well, what would you vote?
1: Uh the first two are fan favorite free agents and then the third guy was a, not even that the Yankees need him. It was a guy that you just wanted to see him play baseball after the scary injuries that he had this year. That's the reason why I put him there. That you wanted to yeah. see
0: him play baseball. Yeah. But maybe if I listen to the R2C2 uh segment that you were talking about. I would have voted CC, but I went with Clint. I think he means the most to this to this team moving forward.
1: Since I posted these before, uh, I listened to that pod, and it's supposed to be regular season strictly. Uh, I did. I am going with Clint Frazier here. He is my please come back in twenty nineteen award winner. Not only because the Yankees could use him. I just want to see the guy healthy and playing baseball, whether that's as a Yankee or as a San Francisco Giant. I Just want to see, you know, those just to hear him talk about how scared he was about his health and his head, and you know, the head injury is not something to joke about. Yeah, you just want to see the guy healthy. So yeah, I go with uh, with Clint Frazier there. You got a lot of votes on the on your personal uh, poll you put out, huh? Which
0: one? biggest star in New York sports yeah, we could get to that when we're done here no we don't have to no, I don't, I no, don't I just need want to, to I want to read it I don't out need you me. to read it out I do I right. was just making a,
1: a, a nice comment to you and this is actually our final award we'll save save this one for last well you
0: didn't Clint Frazier won
1: that by 50% yes Frazier won he got half the votes Guardy 32% CC 18% game of the year and and look this was actually harder to do last than last year was because, think about it, the Yankees won nine more games this season. I can't believe you didn't put Cleveland on that. What? The Cleveland
0: game where Torres, they came back, Neil Walker, Torres, fucking Torres was the greatest thing since sliced bread yeah. in New York at the time. Um, I just remember the feelings you had surrounding the other two ga- regular season games. Well, the, the one, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right, because when they beat Houston it was like we fucking we could fucking finally win in Houston. No, this, this is, is great. First, right?
1: No. This game I'm talking this Houston game I put on here was the walk off that uh, we Oh
0: yeah, but they had a walk off and uh, not a walk off, but they had a nice yeah, I the Gary
1: Sanchez. Oh game. the
0: Ken Giles game. Yes.
1: So what are you, so what game is this? This is the game. Remember the game we were at when Gardy tied it in the ninth and then Glaber had to walk off in extra innings? Oh my in god. Ah,
0: that was such... So, that's a fuck. That's the best game of the year.
1: That game uh the 11-1 win over Boston at home on July 1st. Mm. Yeah, there, you know what? The reason why I put that there is because
0: after that we were like, well, we're fucking on the same playing field as this team. They fucking beat us, but then we could fucking come back and beat them, right? That's why you put that there.
1: Yeah, and you know there was a lot of talk. is Seve, the best pitcher in baseball, and after just that, fucking performing.
0: dominated after that during that during that game.
1: And then uh, the American League Wild Card game, which wins by default for me. I mean, it, it meant the most, right? It won uh, with the fans, forty-eight uh, percent. The 11-1 win over Boston got sixteen percent, and then the walk-off got against Houston got thirty-six. But here's my
0: here's my issue with this with this poll. Can you guess it? No. All of your other polls are regular season, and then you throw this one in here, and all of a sudden you have a postseason game in there.
1: Yeah, well, that's I followed the pattern from last season. I threw the postseason I, in. There I completely from... agree with it, and I understand it. I'm just telling you my issue with it. Okay, so next year you do it then. Okay, maybe I will. Thanks. You have a problem with everything, <laughs> so just do everything yourself then. <sighs> uh, I'm going, you know, the American League wild card game wasn't as, quote, wild as it was last year. So, yeah, I don't know. As far
0: know. as being worthy of, like, the biggest, it's that. But for me, like, if you're just talking, putting aside what the actual game meant... And just, like, talking about the game, that fucking game against Houston was incredible, man. We were there. I almost jumped over the th- fucking... I that was almost...
1: a that was a big early... I'm going with the Houston walk-off on May Yeah, I'm going with that, man. Because I think that was a big early season statement for this team. On top of everything else, they showed that they... You know, they showed, you know, good uh, heart. They had... How many errors did they make in that game? They had no business winning that game either. And they overcame that. My buddy Gibbs was at that, that
0: game... I almost jumped over the thing, remember? Yeah. Remember that?
1: Yeah. Can you just say Gibbs? Everybody knows yeah, that you're My buddy, buddy
0: Gibbs. Remember? I almost <laughs> fell over the, the thing?
1: No, I don't actually I was
0: jumping that. so much when Gardy tied the game that I almost fell.
1: Torres won the game that night. Yes yeah? he did. Oh, with a single. And that was another thing, like you kind of saw the clutch factor of Glaber Torres in that game. Yeah. So Chris alluded to this and I, I thought this was interesting because I, I heard somebody talking you about mean it. You want me to read you. it? No, I got it. I posted this poll the other day. Uh, who is the biggest star in New York sports? Of course, then you get the silly people out there that want to throw like uh, some guy that played for the, the New York Cosmos in 1970 out there, or uh, Karis Lavert because he hit a game-winning shot against the Knicks the night before. <coughs> I mean, seriously, you know. And then, or like, why isn't Joe Namath on this poll? I don't know, Dingbat. Why did you did you check out who I? Put here like obviously it's talk, like current players because why then why wouldn't Derek Jeter be on this? Play? Or how about fucking Babe Ruth? Right, or Lou Gehrig? Or yeah, come on, you really couldn't do an all-time poll on Twitter because how do you leave no, off two? Mic- yeah, I mean, how do you leave off Lawrence Taylor or uh, Mickey Mantle or any you know? <laughs> So the three choices I gave were Aaron Judge, Sam Darnold, who doesn't really even belong there, but you know how Jeff fans are like right. creaming themselves over him right now. Right, and, you know?
0: No, that yeah. I think he counts. I think you have to put him on there. He's a big, he's a big player in New York sports right now. And then uh, Odell Beckham Jr., which yeah, I mean, fuck him. You have to, you have to. Yeah, but fuck him. He's a scumbag. Okay. We can all agree to that. I'm not saying he's not, but you have to put him on the poll. Yes, you have to. You have to, but fuck him.
1: Uh, Aaron Judge is winning the poll currently with a couple hours left to vote. Uh, 78% went with Aaron Judge. Uh, Sam Darnold's got 6%. Beckham's got 14%. And then other has... 6%? Six percent. No other it? has two percent. Two percent. Some of the other names out there are pretty interesting. I want to. I said, if you vote other, don't just vote other. Give me names. Kristaps mm-hmm. Porzingis' name came no, up a come few on. times. But think about it, bro. Think about what if the guy's he, been fucking hurt. True, but and his brother is his agent. If the Knicks ever won an NBA championship with Kristaps Porzingis, they got this other kid now that's actually. The new star, isn't he? Yeah, but I'm telling you, the Knicks winning a title with KP as their main guy, he would be a massive star. Yeah, I guess another. I name, don't know. I'm just not into basketball. Enough. Another name that came up a few times is Henrik Lundqvist.
0: Yeah, but yeah, but the Rangers never won it with him at the helm. He's really fallen off as a as a goalie at this point. Like he he should have retired two years ago. Um, it's just now. Just no for me. And If the other, they had won the Stanley Cup a few years back, a handful of years back, when they were really dominant, um, maybe. Maybe you could talk about... There's Lundquist. a few people
1: being idiots on here, like somebody wrote Ronald Torres. I mean, like, come on, let's yeah, be serious. But just out of the serious ones here, um, what do you think about Saquon Barkley? No. He's not there yet. <laughs> I got a few people in the morning. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? If the Giants were 5-1 right now...
0: And it was because of him. Maybe the only reason why Odell is on there is because, in my opinion, and I am not the most well versed in the NFL. In my opinion, Odell Beckham Jr. is the best receiver in football. To me, from what I've seen, it's not even close. And I know people would argue me on that, but that's why he's up there. This rookie is on a team that is one in five, and and being flushed down the toilet yet again. He's not the star. Right? Sam Darnold's on this list because the Jets are actually doing something, right? And he's he's the face of it. Barkley's incredible. From what I've seen of him, from the highlights, whatever, he's freaking phenomenal. He is going to be the top all of football when you talk about some of the best running backs in the game. But no, he is not the biggest star in New York right now by any means.
1: Do you count the Buffalo Bills as New York sports?
0: Ah. I guess. I guess you have to. I think New York City when I think New York
1: City. So do I. Because I got a Bills fan that wants to know why Nathan Peterman's not getting (laughs) any love. Here's another name we got to throw out there. One last name. What about Eli Manning? You still consider him a big star? No. No, but, man, you want to talk about guys who know how to win in the big spot. There's no one better than than Eli. The only guy that we've mentioned out of all these guys that that has a ring. And he's got two of them. And you know New York loves a winner. Had were the had the Giants? How many times have the Giants been in the
0: playoffs since he's been the quarterback? Five, maybe. Has it been that many? I feel like every time this guy gets to the playoffs, he just knows how to win. He just takes them right through.
1: No, they they've only I, they may have only been there five or six times. It's when he wins a playoff game they win the Super Bowl. they get not, you know, a lot of times right, he right. just gets knocked down
0: in the first right. round. I uh, fucking hate the Giants. But man, I respect the shit out of Eli Manning. Mets
1: fans chimed in on this poll. What about Jacob DeGrom?
0: Uh, again, the the Mets just. And I'm not just saying this. I I've, I love Jacob DeGrom. I think he's the best pitcher in baseball. I think anyone who argues that is a moron. Um, but they're just not relevant enough for me to sit here and say he's the star of New York. But how relevant are the Giants? And Odell Beckham is probably the, one of the top stars. But in- like I said, but. I guess maybe it's the fact that OBJ is always in in the media and always always keeping his name out there and whatnot. I mean, Degrom is boring, right? His agent caused more of an issue than he ever has. It, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. So who who's your who's the biggest star hey, in your sports? It's not even close right now. It's just not even close. So, who is it? It's Aaron Judge. He's not just... Here's the thing, and here's why it's not close. He's not just the biggest st-
1: uh, star in New York sports. He's arguably the biggest star of the sport he plays in. I That's that's where I lean towards Aaron Judge. and is not being a homer. It's, no. It's it, because look, the commissioner of the fucking sport that he plays for wants, to, wants him to be the face of the league. Right. You never heard any of these other commissioners come out and say, I want Odell Beckham Jr. to be my my star, or Sam Darn. No, this guy, Manfred, came out and said, I want Aaron Judge to be the star, the face of baseball. When
0: you're going to be the star of a city, you have to have the persona. You have to have the build. Aaron Judge has the intimidation factor, where if you stand next to Aaron Judge and you look up as a kid, as someone who has Aaron Judge as their role model, you are looking up to a giant. He is a giant.
1: I love and Eli Manning as and much you don't as anybody. Feel
0: that when you think of Degrom or when you think of Eli Manning or, or Odell Beckham, he's not
1: that. He's not that. Like here is what I'll say. Right, I love Eli as much more as much as anybody. My favorite giant of all time. Right, you look at Eli Manning. He looks like a regular guy. He Looks like a rag doll. Like you would you would you would, you would, never, Andy, that's like you would never like you would never even think about if you were online at Walmart next to Eli Manning. Wouldn't even cross your mind twice. No. You look at
0: Aaron Judge, you're like, holy shit, that's fucking Aaron Judge. He's, you know what? He's immortal to us. He's just this giant, massive guy. Hey, no,
1: um, you save the immortal talk for when I got a, when he's got a ring around his finger. Yeah,
0: I, you know what the fuck I mean. I don't mean like talent wise. I mean like he's a fucking. He's superhero. larger than life. He's, you're right. He's that, there you life. go. Thank you.
1: That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. I agree. All right, so since this is episode seventy-seven and not seventy-six or seventy-five, uh, not that it would have screwed anything up in the number trivia, because no Yankee ever yeah, I've wore 76, seventy-six. I know. Ever two Yankees have worn uh, seventy-seven. We obviously know one of them. Do I? Yeah, we talked about him plenty on this show already. Really?
0: I don't. I do redheaded outfielder I, f- I thought so I figured that was him but he didn't wear 77 this year yes he did did
1: he Clint Frazier
0: yes, he, he wore did. 77 this year yes he did are you sure yep I disagree with you
1: well you can <laughs> I don't know how you can disagree about something that's completely <laughs> factual and true uh, I was thinking him H- Humberto Sanchez if you can remember him in 2008 no. wore 77 is that Gary's cousin maybe I don't maybe know maybe they are they we never know lady, we'll never I know, know. All right, so that'll wrap up episode 77, the uh, second annual NYY Sports Talk New York Yankees Awards. would have been nice if we had a third voice in on this, but, you know, it, it was a good football game. It, it was, was a good, football game. I can't blame him. I can't fucking blame the guy. Uh, next week, we will start the keep them, dump them polls that we had you vote on last week. Four weeks straight. Four weeks straight. Week number one will be the relief pitchers. Week number two, the starting pitchers. Week number three, the position players. And week number four, the coaches. um In your mind, real quick, what I don't know how deep you got into these and reading the comments. I started to. What do you think? Which section do you think was the most controversial amongst the, the fans? one that
0: I said was going to be the Aaron Judge? Oh, you're saying section? Yeah, the section coaching, faux Fo- show. Am I right? Yes, that and I. Th- yes, what that and pitching. One of the pitching sections. No, I
1: think the position players. I think there were more hot button type guys. Yeah, because the there's
0: p- more to talk about though.
1: I think with Sanchez and Stanton, I think people got a little ruffled discussing. But, you them. know,
0: that's such an emotional. Bullshit. Neither player is going anywhere. So, And then, you know, when you leave Aaron Boone up for discussion. I was shocked, though. The last time I checked, Boone had more keep ems than dump ems.
1: Well, the voting's over.
0: Right. So let's talk about it when we get to it.
1: So, so that's something to look forward to in the weeks to come. But starting next week, we will be doing the keep em, dump em of the New York Yankees relief. Uh, pictures. It is and a
0: very fun segment. We had a lot of fun with it last year, and we'll
1: so. s- you know we'll see what else there is to talk about. But if not, we got our next four weeks of shows mapped out. Let's do it. All right. So that'll wrap up episode seventy-seven. Uh, it is getting cooler out. It's, it is actually very it's chilly, chilly out there. We have some uh, hoodies for you to purchase on, on the NYY Sports Talk Shop. So why don't you go over there and swag up? Christmas is coming. These make. Excellent Christmas gifts, mm-hmm. unless you're Jewish, mm-hmm. they also make good Hanukkah, Hanukkah gifts for all eight nights. Yeah, you can get it. We've got plenty of T-shirts out there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if you don't celebrate any religious holidays, just fucking buy one for yourself. Just, just buy, buy feel one good. for yourself to, to feel, feel good. good about it. Yeah, I mean just to feel we, good. We just had feel a, good about we're gonna have a new Aaron Aaron Judge uh, design dropping very <sighs> soon that I want to get out for Christmas how about this we'll have to talk to Liam about it Yankee uh, an M- NYY Sports Talk themed Yankees uh, ugly Christmas sweater ok I like that yeah
0: we'll put your fucking face right on it then it would With not the ugliest, be called ugliest it, fucking sweater you've ever worn yeah, right. isn't that the pot calling the kettle black yeah.
1: but anyway yes definitely go there check out the shop swag up NYYST20 we'll save you 20% follow us on Twitter you know where we're found by now and uh, thank you very much for listening uh, Stat guy Rye, got anything to say? Chargers. Thanks. Chargers won. <laughs> Chris! I kind like you. Say goodbye. <laughs>